Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. So, with that said, let's go ahead and get into thought, shall we? We cast all the minds all the way back to Nitro. All right, well, Nitro opens up with a fatal four-way featuring John Morrison, Nedge McGinnis, Bret Hart, and Takamichi Noku, the winner, to face Kobe Kingston at Wrestle Kingdom for the Ring of Honor title. John Morrison gets the win. Uh, no spoiler alerts as to why. Uh, stay tuned next week. And says, you know what? I'm going to fight Kofi. Black, uh, White Lightning is going to fight Black Thunder. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this was uh, a great way to open the show. Um, just, uh, it was something that... Start, starts the feud, gets the little fire going in there, and love the uh, obviously them having to earn their sp- spot into it. Good stuff. Sets up why the match is happening. Morrison gets the shot, and you, later on we'd get into the whole thing of um, JJ obviously always wanted to use Morrison, and that kind of comes into the uh, storyline later. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Meta. <clears throat> It's very meta. We then get C.J. Parker coming down to the ring and praying, saying we all need to pray because all these people, you know, out in the world are, you know, hurting people. We need to pray for them, just like we need to pray for my opponent tonight, who is so messed up he's lost his ways. We didn't realize that he was talking about Cody slash Stardust Rhodes, to which Stardust gets the win. <laughs> yeah. Now he's lost it. Yeah, so he, he went all the way back, he was reverting, he was reverting, he was reverting to finally find himself in the stars as Stardust. Um, yeah, we were always wondering when you were going to get to Stardust, this is finally it, this is the end game of this whole thing. Um, sort of deconstructing Cody Rhodes and then, boom, rebuilding him as Stardust. Cool stuff, Good. To, uh, it'll be interesting to see what you do with the Stardust character. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you'll do with the family stuff that you got going on as well. In regards yeah, to it. The family are still around. We then get two promos back-to-back. The first one is Kevin Sullivan, who says, Well done. You cut my face. Remember all that shit I was telling you about, how Kane is not a monster, he's really a man? That was all folklore? I hope I'm right. Because now he's pissed. And he's coming for you. And I'll see you, Jack Jester, at Raw's Nitro. Yeah, this was uh, quite cool. I, I enjoyed this. Obviously, the Kevin Southern premise are always good, and the music, and the game is coming for you. You know, you really see Kevin Sullivan doing these promos. Um, yeah, I, I like him. He says, you know, he reinforces the whole thing of Kane. He's not a monster. He's a man. I rebuilt him, and I made him this. And I, I like him. He says, you know, you cut my face. Yeah, but uh, I'm coming back for more. No, I'm coming back for more. I'm telling you to a match. So, holy shit, we're going to get the Taskmaster versus uh, Jack Jester next week. Uh, knife on a Taskmaster versus the Joker, if you yeah. think about it. Jesus Christ. He wants more. He wants revenge. And, you know, 
I can only imagine the scar that's on his face and you know, want to know how I got these scars? That fucking bastard who thinks he's the Joker. Um, yeah. Um, this the, the, this was a, a great thing to set up a match that's it's the match between the two um, guys that are in the corner of the, the monsters. They're going to be pay so it makes sense. But at the same time, you're, you're going to tune in because it's like, well, what the fuck is going to happen? Is someone going to bring a fucking machine gun to this one? The fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I'm writing that. Uh, we then get the beautiful people making a surprise debut. We were supposed to show up at Chick Fight. No, nah, we're showing up now because who's going to stop us? Look, we're pretty. The fans are ugly and shit. We might just have to go back up north because they're ugly down here. Then they berate the roster. They go through our entire division and just pick and choose, you know, how ugly they are. Then they get to Del Rey and go, oh, God, that's our champion. Oh, fuck, shit, no. Then they start saying, well, you know, we don't care if she defeats Awesome Kong or not, because at the first chick fight event, we're going to take the title. That pisses Del Rey off, tells them to get out, and kills both of them. <laughs> I love this. This was great. Uh, you know how to ride heels, and straight away, as soon as you got the beautiful people, you have your top heels just made for this division, because they're just they're the anti-everything that the rest of your uh, women are. And uh, you use their characters to the fullest here, bringing up this, you know, each person's picture on the tight on your Titantron screen, and basically uh, having them insult uh, each woman for their appearance and saying how ugly everybody is and how much beautiful, more beautiful they are. And uh, my God, really laid into some of them. But of course, you know, some people are like backstage going, "Oh, well, they're saying what? Oh, I don't give a fuck." Sarah Del Rey is like, "Oh, they're insulting me. Oh, whatever. They said they could beat me. Oh, you bitches." Oh yeah, she comes and destroys them both and says, "Yeah, no, your place, pink bitches." I love how they insulted the crowd as well. This this just sets these guys up as just the ultimate sort of, you know, the Bo Dallases of the women's division. Great, just great <laughs> yeah. stuff. Loved it. Uh, we then get the Bullet Club going up against Harlem Heat, and despite Heat trying their best, the club get the win and go, "Yeah, we took out Heat. That's another legendary team." Uh, Shield, you're next. Yeah. Um, Again, sort of in, in concert to uh, both, both teams had their moments of, of beating somebody and saying, we're coming for you, motherfuckers. And uh, this was the bullet clubs that they've been doing for the last number of weeks, and we'll see about that. We then cut to uh, Bodalis coming out of the ring saying, it's an open challenge! U.S. Open Challenge! Anyone wants to come fight me? Come on, come fight me! It's Sami Zayn! He puts up a hell of a fight! And he comes up short, but us retains. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was um, but an interesting way. Uh, but you know, you kind of been building Sami Zayn up. Everybody's you know loving Sami Zayn lately in the real world. Makes sense to put the stuff on him. But of course, you know, fuck you. I'm, I'm just gonna have uh, <laughs> feed him to Bone Uh <laughs> So yeah, Bo Dallas uh, uh, destroys him, uh, or gets the win here, despite him looking good, and uh, Bo Dallas continues to be the troll that he is. Yeah, we'll see. I'm great to see him back on the show (laughs) after his tour. Yeah, finally, he's no longer doing his tour. Uh, We then get a quick promo from CM Punk, and he's all, "Yeah, look, I know I'm going after the title tonight because Ziggler ain't winning, because it's fucking Ziggler. Come on." Uh, Brock couldn't get his job done, so I'm going to get my job done tonight and actually make the main event worth something. So, Steamboat, coming for you. 
Mm-hmm. Just buried everybody in that segment. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this was... Gives no credit to Ziggler whatsoever, you know, because he ain't going to win, so whatever. CM Punk does what CM Punk does. He's like, Ziggler? Oh, yeah, he ain't winning. Moving on, so I'm going to win, and I'm going to become an NBA champion, and then I'm going to at least have that belt, and at least that justify you being in the main event rather than just the size of your dick or your ego. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, fuck you. You're not going to win. Hopefully. Fuck you. I was so hoping. God damn it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Man, seven minutes in the evening. It's Sting versus Rusev. Classic fight. Sting wins. Fuck you, Rusev. Mm. Um, wow. This... All of Punk's guys are losing tonight. Yes, they are. Uh, Rusev uh, kind of fed to uh obviously the new uh, the new hot uh, thing or at least you know kind of uh, getting him going um yeah it makes sense uh Rusev's kind of uh his streaks over so yeah we then get a quick promo from Kobe Kingston basically saying yeah the owner wants John Morrison well now they have a chance to get him too bad it ain't gonna happen because well Fuck you, I'm Kofi. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know he had that part. He just says, insert this into the show. I says, okay. So I did. So fuck you, Kofi. Yeah, so this is where we got Kofi. Yeah. John put you over. He put you over and you buried him. Fuck you. Yeah, he buried Morrison. He buried him himself. Uh, saying, hey, you know, we, you know, the owner wants Morrison. He wants him to win so he could bring him in and have him on the show. That's not going to happen because I'm going to win. And fuck you and fuck our age and fuck everybody. Um, yeah, just really, Grab Kings are basically getting a mission statement. And, uh, so this was good. This this sets it up as, as something more personal than just the title. It adds a bit of fuel to the to uh, what was a cold rivalry previously. Yeah. And then we get the main event, which is seeing a Punk versus Ricky Steamboat. The Rainbows and the Unicorns, there are no more because we sold out, so unfortunately we're going to have a new champion. Well, no, the referee gets taken out momentarily. Punk hits a low blow. I'm going to hit a GTS. Here comes Paul Heyman. Hey, that's Paul Heyman. Roll up. One, two, three. Son of a bitch. Ricky still wins. We still have Rainbows and Unicorns. Paul says, oh, by the way, we accept your main event challenge. Enter Brock. And Punk's like, fuck this, and says, oh, no, you, you want to fight? It's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, not here. End of show. Punk was this, this close to getting killed. Mm. Oh, yeah. This was uh, obviously a tense main event. As we were wondering what the fuck is going to go happen here. Uh, <laughs> are we going to fuck everybody's plans and switch the belts? Of course, the, you know, the logical side of me was like, no, but I was like, goddamn DM just would just to fuck with us. Um, <laughs> but, no, um, Punk, thankfully, is distracted. Uh, Paul Heyman is... Uh, yeah, made him even more awesomeness, and then I love the insertion of the your challenge has been accepted. Of the you know instead of instead of having Jerry do something, yeah, they actually had the real blow him in clips. That's cool from the '97 uh, Raw, I think it was. Um, so then out comes Paul, brought Lesnar, and Punk not being a man of his word, all this big talk, and then he's like running for the hills as soon as Brock appears. So, yep, he's a heel, all right. Uh, so yeah, the the heat continues to build for this one. And that concludes the final week of Nitro. Next week will be Raw is Nitro. Oh, wait till we get to the promos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
uh, we go ahead and go over to the first full Raw and since before WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, believe me, I was a shock to everybody that, I, that I'm back on the horse. Uh, right, uh, let me just bring up, thank you. It's uh, somewhere. Okay, it's some reason it's uh, all the way down there. Right, there we go. Uh, we started out the night with the Millionaires Club defeating the American Wolves and proclaiming that you should have taken your price. You should have taken what we would have offered you because otherwise we're going to come and take it like any good businessman. You know, brand new tag team. We got a glimpse of them last week and now we're actually seeing them in action. They definitely are a force to be reckoned with and... Just the fact that it's Del Rio and JBL and DiBiase, that's that's actually dangerous. Shield better be careful. They they better be careful. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so then we get uh, a promo from Kenta, in which he announces obviously the triad of his first two members. He's the team captain, and he's going to win. And uh, basically, you know, they're going to lose because their captain betrayed them last year. And how can they possibly hope to trust him? And they and and he bring and he gives the whole thing of you know one year we won, one year they won. It's the it's the rubber match of these of these matches. And then Eric Bischoff uh, says, "Okay, thanks, Kenta, for letting me decide. The, so I'm gonna we're gonna have qualifying matches tonight to decide who the other two teammates would be. And later in the night, we would have Adrian Neville qualify and Tyler Breeze qualify. Yeah, definitely proving a point here that um, Kenta says, "Look, we've been doing this for the last three years. We need to win, you know, this one. And and Devitt, you know, how can they trust Devitt? He uh, turned his back on everybody. Well." There'll be a promo coming next week as to why things happen the way they happen. And he actually says, no, we're going to have qualifying matches. Neville is in and Breeze is in or will be in. Okay. Things are definitely starting to shape up here. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, Alright, then we have Awesome Kong vs. Smarter. Kong wins, and then gets brought on Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. While Del Rey uses her actions, Kong uses her words. Yes. Yeah. Um, a bit of physical as well on the model. Uh, AJ Styles bursts into Eric Bischoff's office and demands to become the number one contender. Bischoff says, uh, no. So you have to wait until at least June because you know we've got this whole interpersonal thing going on, uh, and you didn't and you didn't beat Samoa Joe with Battleash, right? So what the fuck do you want me to do? But uh, he's just like, but well, I will be a world champion. He says, okay, you can. You beat Dolph Ziggler tonight. You could take his place in the uh, in the NWA title match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Well. I kind of like how AJ just kind of threw himself out there. I was like, hey, no, I want to fight, you know, for, for the title. He's so obsessed about being world champion, and he kind of had a shit run. You know, to be honest, only about a month and, like, five weeks as world champion. No, he's got to earn his spot tonight to go for the title. Well, good luck, AJ. Mm-hmm. Completely just losing his fucking mind. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, this was, uh, big AJ going off the deep end, for sure. Uh, 
then we had uh, what we were expecting about that. Uh, the shield come out and respond to the Bullet Club, accept the challenge, and say, "Yep, you're fine, bullets, but we're wearing Kevlar, and we're going to beat you like we did all the others." Now this was awesome until Okada came out, and I'm like, "Oh, never mind." Um, Seth is dead. No, Seth is not dead. Seth wins. Fuck him. Uh, but no, I love how they laid out that everyone has tried and everyone has failed. Hell, greater teams have tried and failed. And this sets up the match for Wrestle Kingdom, and that match is going to be fucking amazing. Yes. Uh, Ziggler uh, cuts uh, probably the main promo of the night, uh, where he basically speaks on losing to Brian, speaks on going up against the other bit title, and says, you know what? I'm supposed to be this guy that, that has this great match and then loses, right? I'm sick of being that guy. I'm sick of the guy who gives uh, up-card guys a better match. I want to be the champion, and I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to be AJ tonight, and then I'm going to be Steamboat. Yeah, Ziggler kind of, uh, in short, saying, look, yeah, I know I'm the guy that, you know, gives it, you know, his all and makes everyone else over, and then I lose, and I'm not going to be that guy. You know, who the fuck is, you know, Rick Steamboat to say that I'm that kind of guy? With You know, he said it without saying it, and tonight I'm going to prove that I'm worth every freaking dime that I'm worth. So, good for Ziggler. Showing a little bit of a backbone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, then we would go ahead and uh, go into... Sorry. Uh, Randy Savage versus Abyss. Uh, Randy Savage would get the DQ victory after Jet Jester would interfere, but he'd hit him with a lead pipe, so he'd get the last laugh. Uh, but then as they're taken backstage by security before they could do anything else, Bischoff just goes, oh, you fucking pro- you're stabbing people, you're ruining matches, Just I would fire you, except I need you, because I want the IWGP title, but if you don't make sure that Abyss wins, then maybe I'm going to have to fire you. This was an awesome fucking promo, simply because Jester has now just lost his fucking marbles. In fact, he found them and then got rid of them, because he doesn't need them. And Bischoff brings up the whole lawsuit that now the NWA is suing, and all because that, you know, cutting up Sullivan and all this shit, and and Jester's like, oh, yeah, fuck, sue him, let him sue. I don't care, Kane is going down, and I don't give a shit what the repercussions are. And Bischoff knows, well... I kind of need you to win, so... Shit. This was an awesome, awesome character promo, which just makes it... Just makes the match all that much bigger. Job's on the line, somewhat. Um, Then, yeah, Breeze qualifies, because... Breeze says he's now being he's going to be taken more seriously. God damn it! So we'll see about that. Uh, then we get the uh, JJ segment that was all him, uh, which was Bray coming out, got a promo, and he introduces Paul Bearer after after responding to Taker's uh, fish comments from last week. He's bringing up sharks and stuff. I really liked that whole thing how he took what Taker said and turned it on him, and and then uh, I love how he said. Uh, you know, you brought up Abigail. This was this wasn't personal, but now it's personal. Fuck you for bringing her into it. 
and then he makes it personally, brings that coffin and the, to the old Undertaker music, and out of it pops Paul Bearer, and you know has Paul Bearer but say that he's he's taught him all of his dark tricks and taught him how to be the Undertaker basically, and he's like, oh, this is the new Undertaker, but Bray's like, no, I'm gonna be the first Bray Wyatt. Boom, hits him with sister Abigail or grabs him too. Taker comes out, um, and obviously chases him off after a sister Abigail is done to Bearer. Uh, this was good. This makes it personal. This this adds a new element to it. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer is alive. He's alive, and then you know even building into the whole thing of the alleged allegations with Kane and stuff being built into it. Um, no, this was, this was good stuff. And um, all, all around uh, good use of everybody involved. My only thing with it was, was the Paul Bearer is, turns on Taker and then Taker comes out and helps him. Like, if I was Taker, I'd be like, fuck that guy. Because he's basically, Paul Bearer here is like, I've taught him all of Undertaker's powers. I, I, I've i trained him to be the new Undertaker. And then he turns on him and is like, oh, no, wait, save me, Undertaker. It's like, fuck, no, fuck you. <laughs> um, but other than that, no good stuff. Okay, this was just probably the segment of the night because you had Bray coming down and being all cryptic and evil and then you have the surprise of Paul Bearer coming out who's alive and says no I'm still alive Kane didn't finish the job Sullivan is lying maybe Kane is lying maybe now I feel sorry for whoever's at the end of Kane's wrath but then he goes ahead and turns on Undertaker so that's not wise and then he promotes Bray in being the new face of fear and that's not wise because Tinker comes down and just Paul gets fucked regardless again setting another layer to these matches this is just and this affected like two matches in one so shit did not see this one coming uh Yes, uh, so then we go into the main event, which is Ziggler vs. AJ Styles. And, uh, you know, they'd have a hell of a match back and forth, back and forth, but AJ would be distracted by a Brian fan in a Brian t shirt, you know, getting in his face. AJ would be distracted by this and lose. So, what does AJ do? Goes out and kills the fan. Quickly cut. <laughs> Good for Ziggler. Uh, great for Ziggler. He earns his title shot against Steamboat, and then AJ loses his mind and beats up a fan. Another lawsuit. Raw's not the place to be this week. Shit is just going down. Yeah. Uh, this the yeah. <laughs> Uh, X Factor, which has the new uh, NXT theme now. Um, main, the main stuff that was going on was obviously the building of the new. T- Delirious is back and he's delirious again. He's not Hogan anymore. <laughs> um, Bad Influence faces Wade, defeated Wade Barrett and Rockstar Spud, and Wade Barrett but like, fuck this, and walked out on Rockstar Spud because he's like, you know, you keep losing matches for us, fuck you. Um, and then, of course, the building, Spud. Of, the building of the X Division team. Um, where, you know, they're having a huddle that, you know, Tyler Breeze isn't invited, and then he comes in and says, guys, I, I'm serious, take me seriously, and Kendra's like, okay, you're faced to Jerry tonight, go and beat him, we'll take it seriously. Uh, he goes out there, and it's Jerry versus Tyler Breeze, Jerry does spit the green mist in Tyler's face, but as he's stumbling about, he's able to counter a bus, so kick into a roll-up, and quickly get a pin by accident. <laughs> you know, this could be a gimmick where Breeze just wins by accident. Yeah. And oh oh god. 
Way really? to go, Breeze. Yes, but is he trolling us? That's the question. Um, oh, he could be trolling us because he is, you know. Not a breeze. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, with that said, let's go ahead on to JJ's ROH here. I've got um, the rundown. Uh, we start out the night with the Paul Heyman promo, which was all kinds of awesome. Paul, you know, JJ is Paul Heyman. He was awesome. He, he basically responds. At one point, he was basically reading off his Brock Lesnar and CM Punk's Wikipedia pages, um, and uses Punk to go, "Hey, wait! You're saying you're this Jack Bearer of Truth, and you don't even call yourself by your real name." And it basically takes everything and shame names and chains Punk. as he's he's trying to get out of wrestling and go into MMA and using the real world and twisting it and making it the, you know. Uh, making it part of the angle and stuff, which is the great stuff of this entire CM Punk stuff. Uh, yeah, Paul Heyman taking CM Punk's tricks, turning it on him, and making a statement. The more Paul Heyman talked, the worse it's going to hurt next week. Because the promo is going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. And the truth bearer that is CM Punk is going to rip Paul Heyman a new one. Things are going to be said, feelings are going to be hurt, and this just might end the entire fucking show. But with Paul, this segment here was fucking brilliant. Saying that Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar used their real names and Punk lied because his real name isn't Punk, it's Phil Brooks. Well done. Well done. And the ending line is, I guarantee that Brock Lesnar is going to kill CM Punk. Yeah. And he used his background. Everything that Punk is, he used his background. Well done, Paul. You even mentioned that your mom is a Holocaust victim. You're just feeding. Just feeding the retort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Um, so, uh, from that we go into the Triple H Stephanie saga continuing, uh, you know, Stephanie and, uh, is in the ring and Triple H and, you know, well, Dean Ambrose comes out, uh, or was that late? No, hang on, I'm getting the mixed up. All, all I've got is Triple H Stephanie saga here. Um, was this the one where everybody came out and Vince and stuff? Yep, this was the, this was the Okay, segment. okay. There are no I'm matches on this show, so... Okay, I'll kind of merge them together because there's two of them. Um, uh, basically, uh, Triple H is pissed off. He's like, fuck you, Steph. I'm not your husband anymore. You fucked me for the last time. And Ambrose is like, let me fuck him. Let me fuck him. Uh, and, Vince comes, and Vince comes out and Shane comes out. I didn't even know Vince was on the show and he's my fucking owner. But uh, no, uh, JJ gets to do it to Vince here. As he, he basically says, you know what? Uh, it's going to be, uh, sh- it's gonna be uh, Shane versus was it Shane versus Triple H? Yeah, I think it's Shane versus Triple H and should Shane win Steph is gone or if Triple H wins they're gone. It's yeah. Yeah, basically it's like the power is on the line. It's all or nothing with Triple H against against Shane here. Um I'm assuming Ambrose is involved in this thing, but apologies I missed that part of it if that if that was uh yeah, part of the match. Maybe Shane's in Ambrose's corner. 
I'd figure that would make way more sense. Yeah, I think it's Triple H versus Ambrose with with Shane in this corner. So yeah, that would make way more sense. But either way, uh, everything is on the line in this one. So no, I mean I'm enjoying the whole family saga. It made sense to have Vince come in here and say, "Children, children, children, this is what's going to happen." Because I'm Vince. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Vince has power to book matches in Ring of Honor, even though he doesn't have any power in Ring of Honor. <laughs> it's like, listen. I'm Vince McMahon, goddammit. I can book promotions that I don't even work for. <laughs> Half of his old talent are there, so he probably figures it's WWE too. Yeah, this is just my fucking... You know, welcome, to, welcome to SmackDown. Developmental League, goddammit. <laughs> um, well, this is where they all went. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we have the Bray Wyatt segment, which continues that whole uh, deal uh, where Bray is Bray and... <laughs> Uh, just good to use to rub it in and do what Bray does. Now, awesome stuff from uh, Bray, uh, as Bray Wyatt as always. Oh, and yeah, oh, uh, of and course, then, then Bodarts comes out. Sorry, I get. And this way. <laughs> Did he run this by you? Were you aware of this? Thing? He messaged me like a week ago and he says, I have an idea for Bo Dallas at Ring of Honor. Considering Bo doesn't have a match at Wrestle Kingdom, I go, yeah, sure. Use him as you will. I didn't know this was coming. Yeah, I figured he was going to just, like, run to Ring of Honor and and then run back or do, like, a quick segment or, or fuck Taker at Wrestle Kingdom or something. I didn't know that this was going to be the end result, and this was just fucking hysterical. As much as he hates Bo, he actually did a pretty good job with Bo. And even said you should need to follow the Bozards. <laughs> that is going to be a T-shirt now. Oh dear. Uh, this, uh, and then this... the Rock comes out and you know ruins the party, and you know that that's just Rock. Yeah, this this was fucking awesome. Uh, I thought he did a fantastic Bo Dallas in voice and in mannerisms and lines and everything. It just it just kept getting better. Uh, and of course, obviously alluding to the fact that they're really brothers. And you're hiding it behind your beard. And I would never grow a beard. Ha ha, wink wink. Uh, I'd never grow a beard because it's a disgusting beard. Like, I, you know, you could join me, man. No, because I'd have to have a beard. <laughs> I'd have to be a loser like you and look like a hobo. It's like, yeah, pretty pushing it, obviously. Uh, the Rock would eventually come out and, you know, you'll leave the Rock's ring and all this stuff. Uh uh, this is a great interaction between, you know, other than Heyman, the three best, three of the best uh, impressions I've seen JJ do. Bo's up there with these, and this this was a really fun, fun stuff. Um, so then we go into Cena and Kofi going face to face, and this was a hell of a fucking segment. <laughs> these guys just yelling at each other and laying it all the line, really building up their match really well. Uh, both guys, Sportabuse Book Pass, really built their matchup, good stuff. I love how Kofi basically said, you know, Cena was doing his rap thing, he was like, oh, they were cool lines, cool lines, Cena, and then Kofi's like, no, fuck you, don't do that shit. Don't be the kitty fucking Mickey Mouse Cena. I might you be the John Cena that wins matches again. And, uh, yeah, this, this, um, these guys were going for low blows in this one, and made it personal, so very interested in that. There were a lot of low blows in this one, and I think Kofi probably should have kept quiet by saying, you know, be the John Cena that wins. No, Kofi, you don't want that, because the last time he was the John Cena that won, he ran my company for nine months, he ran the WWF for six. No. No, Kofi, stop. 
And this was just, this was almost borderline a heel turn for Kofi because he didn't want to have any of it. Like, none of it whatsoever from Cena. At all. So, I don't know. I, I think Kofi just might be, uh, I don't know. It's just it's just weird because the last year I've been, you know, behind him and Cena pops in and we're not the biggest Cena fans and Cena's, you know, giving him credit and Kobe's like, no, fuck off. Uh, okay. Shit. Hmm. Yeah, this was uh, just a, a great way to go home and, 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 and a really bad name to the match. So, good stuff. Alright then, so that will do it for this week. Next week will be the combined Rory's Nitro with all of us. We're going to have some fun writing that at some point this week. Uh, uh, we've got a couple of segments. Uh, I don't think we have any, any segments where it's me and you back and forth. No, wait, we do have a couple uh, where it's uh, a couple of our guys. So we'll... I believe I sent you my written lines. <clears throat> okay, cool. So if I, just, I, if I just plan to respond to them and then you just record those lines, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I'll put that together, and then, of course, you put together Wrestle Kingdom, and it's going to be good fun for the next couple of weeks. <sighs> Lots of fun. All right. That'll be awesome. Yes. Uh, so, with that said, we shall uh, wrap it up. Thank you for joining us, everybody, and see you next time. All righty. So, yes, if you just record those lines, out, and I'll basically plan my lines around it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll probably do it by either Monday or Tuesday. Okay, cool. Everything should be uh, recorded, and I'll send it your way, and everything should be copacetic. Cool, cool, cool. Alrighty, I will speak to you then. Alright. Cheers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.